Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the John Katzmatidis Cats at Night Show. Now we have on the line for us Andrew Ridgey. He's the executive director of the New York City Hospitality Alliance. Ridgey, I mean, Andrew, excuse me. We're, we're trying to answer this question because we, we want them back. The summer is here. How do we get 66 million tourists back to New York City We to get the hotel industry booming again? Restaurants, they seem to be doing pretty well. But we need these tourists back to New York City because they have to have a safe city to come back to. Absolutely. You know, one of the biggest things that we need to make sure is that we have a safe city and we have a clean city. And that's not just talking about international visitors. You know, people in the tri-state that are going to come into the city, they watch local news. They read the local papers. So if they keep hearing and seeing about all these different challenges in crime, that's going to hurt it. So we need to be telling everyone all the great stories about the amazing restaurants, about our nightlife, about our museums, and really be out there telling a positive story to help combat the challenges that we face. And we need to frankly get them out under control. Right. A woman, uh, what, how, 20 years old, pushing a baby stroller on 95th and well, Lexington. That's not helping bring tourism. Well, back. it's one block away from it's where uh, David, Governor Patterson lives. I was actually outside at that time. I didn't hear the gunshot. She it was, was a little frightening to know I was a block away from that. She's a, she was a targeted victim, but yeah. still, like, well, but that's so horrific. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it awful that we say, well, thank God it was a domestic violence situation. It wasn't a random shooting. That's what we've come to. That is what we've come to, Your Honor, and, and, and it's a shame because it really is hurting the uh, perception of the city. It was clear that the, the perpetrator ran up from behind her, shot her at close range, kept running. Um, if he runs toward her, she screams because she knows who it is. Apparently, she'd had domestic violence uh, from the uh, perpetrator that they're looking for in the past. But still, it hurts the overall image of the city for such an absolutely tragic situation to happen absolutely it does and that's why we need to be out there as new yorkers and out there telling a story about all of the positive things that are happening but you're right people need to feel safe people's perception is their reality and we need to be doing and continue to do a better job to make sure that when people come and visit here or live here or work here that they also feel safe and are safe because that's going to add to the recovery i mean listen we're People are coming back. You know, you walk around the streets, you hear people speaking different languages from different countries. Business travel is a big thing, especially with remote work now. How are we going to get business travelers back? And we need people to come here. We need affordable convention space. We need to be an affordable city. We need to be a safe city. And we have so many, you know, strong underlying things. Like I said, our restaurants, our nightlife, our culture all these different neighborhoods, you know, there's things you can get in New York City that you can't get anywhere else. We don't have just one downtown area like a lot of other places have. We have so many different neighborhoods. I mean, go to, you know, Arthur Avenue in the Bronx, go to the Botanical Gardens, the museum, go out for great food in Jackson Heights, go to Midtown Manhattan. You know, we have 
the underlying strengths. But again, it's the narrative that we need to control, and we also need to project that we are safe, that we are clean, and that people should come here and enjoy it. And when they leave, they need to go tell other people that they were safe, that it was clean, and that they had the greatest food out there. What's the percentage of the hotel occupancy right now? Uh, so it's changing. So some places, some places are getting back to almost, um, you know, pre-pandemic. I think one of the biggest concerns with the hotel occupancy and restaurant reservations is, you know, how these things change. We started booking, you know, right towards the end of last year, the holiday season, then Omicron hit and everything dropped off. And while occupancy rate may be back up, there's also a whole bunch of hotel rooms that haven't even come back online. So that's another challenge as well, is how do we get every place back open uh, that had shuttered during the pandemic? Are you just reflecting Manhattan numbers or do those include the five boroughs? Uh, no, that I believe that includes the five boroughs as well. Um, Andrew Ridgey, just I know Judge, uh, Judge Weinberg has a question for you as well. But when we talk about cleaning up the city, there's so many homeless people now, right? We see all this garbage. I'm seeing so much graffiti in the Bronx, especially. It's horrible. And I'm from the Bronx. There are some beautiful places there, not just the Bronx Zoo, the Botanical Gardens, Arthur Avenue, you name it. I mean, people think of New York City. They just think Manhattan. But you're seeing it in Queens. Like, what can like our officials need to do something? We need to get the sanitation department out there, because if we don't take pride in our own neighborhoods, how do we expect other people to want to come here and visit and enjoy it as well? Yeah, no, listen, that's true. I mean, my expertise isn't on all that, but what I can tell you is that we need all of these things, like you said, to happen. We need to be clean. We need to paint over the graffiti. We need to get rid of it. You know, even someone was saying to me the other day about how there's graffiti on some of their outdoor dining, and we're talking about jobs. Let's hire some young kids to come out, give them some summer jobs, help them be part of cleaning the city, taking care of the city, and having a civic interest in the city, because you're right, it's not just Manhattan. We have so many different neighborhoods. And mind you, so many of the people that are working in the city's restaurant industry, in the hotel industry, they don't live in Manhattan. They live in another borough, and they may be traveling in to the city. So we need our midtown businesses to do well, and we also need those people to feel safe and be safe when they're going home late at night on Andrew, the train, taking a bus. It's Richard yes. Weinberg. I'll tell you what concerns me a great deal is this proposal for congestion pricing. In my mm-hmm. mind, I think that's going to have a negative impact on people being able to afford to come in, and it's going to cause problems, particularly in the in the theater district and the cultural institutions. What do you say? And we're still struggling to get people back into the office buildings as well. Yeah, listen, this is going to be uh, you know a, a difficult issue. I think we're going to have to see how it's going to impact if they end up really implementing it. People coming in, you know, we've heard from other people that they're going to just park above the congestion zone so they don't have to pay it, which could impact other neighborhoods on the Upper East Side, Upper West Side, you know, in other neighborhoods because people are going to drive in. And again, we need to work around if people if they're trying to encourage more people to come into Grand Central, go into, uh, you know, Penn Station. We need to make sure that those places, again, are clean, that they're safe what is people's experience when they come into the city whether it's coming in the train whether it's coming in driving in because everything's expensive i mean that's the other challenge as well you know inflation right now i hear from some restaurateurs even though sales are inching back to where they were before the pandemic they are back top line my my son went to everything my son went to a store uh and I won't mention the name of it. It wasn't mine. It wasn't Gristini's. It wasn't D'Agostino. 
in Southampton, picked up a porterhouse steak, and they, they it was $119. He put it back. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, listen, that's true. And the thing about restaurant meals and everything is even different than if you're going to the grocery store. You know, you know, sneakers, you need a new pair of sneakers. You're not going to make your own sneakers. You're going to go to uh, a shoe shop. If food gets too expensive at restaurants, yes. you don't have to go out as much. You know, it's one of those things that's a luxury for people. And people also order different. A couple goes out. They don't order a bottle of wine. They each order, you know, a glass instead of each getting an appetite. Andrew, we're out of time. Andrew Ritchie, thank you so much. And we'll catch up with you again real soon. Thanks, everyone. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July.